بسم الله الرحمن السلام علیکم ونسڈے ففٹینتھ آف جون ٹو تھاؤزینڈ ٹوئنٹی At the moment we are discussing uh, chapter 2 verse 102 and this is the sixth broadcast but the words of that verse of the Holy Quran. These broadcasts are brought to you by Gazer, Lahore, Ebedia, School for Education and Religion, which is a branch of the Ahudiyya and the Manishat Islam, of the Ahudiyya Association for Population of Islam, and uh, which was founded by Hazrat Mirzahullah Muhammad Rahmatullah. And his teaching was that there, although people say that after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Prophet shall come or has come, this is incorrect because the Quran says that the Holy Prophet was you and the Holy Prophet interpreted that as Lord So now no prophet shall come, either an old one or a new one. And others uh, <coughs> have claimed that in accordance with the Hadith, he was a Mujaddi, a reformer. And he came in a chain of reformers. His distinction was 
other hadith spoke about Messiah and Mahdi and those titles apply to him. He was the Mujaddi, he was the Messiah and Mahdi. He also wrote and warned that Muslims are too hasty and start calling each other heretics and Kafirs and out of hold of Islam and whatever. But he said that the Holy Prophet Muhammad said in Hadith that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you are not a Muslim, then it is the person uttering these words who is not a Muslim. We also hope that uh, uh, people say and believe that some of the prophetic uh, revelation is missing from the Holy Quran and some that uh, is in the Holy Quran is abrogated. And uh, he said, this is not possible. Because the Holy Quran says, in, in the Holy Quran, God says, I have revealed it and I shall protect it. So when God says he will protect the Holy Quran, then how can it be that his revelation is missed out? And how can it be that the revelation that's in the Holy Quran is abrogated? Zerasad taught us that uh, jihad is a fundamental duty of every Muslim. But what jihad is, that the Holy Prophet Muhammad told us. When returning from fighting, he said that Muslims were returning from jihad-e Asghar, the minor jihad, to jihad-e Akbar, the major jihad. And the major jihad is Jihad bin Nafs, and that is a struggle within your own soul, within your own self. A struggle to stop yourself from doing the wrong thing. So, let us turn to chapter 2. Verse 102, as I have said, uh, I will not uh, recite the whole verse because it's very long and uh, I will only recite the parts which are relevant. <laughs> Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Wattabaumatatushayafinu <coughs> <coughs> 
and they follow what the devil is fabricated against the kingdom of Solomon. And Solomon disbelieved not, but the devil is disbelieved, teaching men enchantment. Now devils here, many people say it means uh, not the devil as uh, uh, the creature that led Adam astray, but human beings who behaved in, in, in that way. And uh, many people say that the uh, uh, kingdom of Solomon, it means prophethood of Solomon. The evil people who didn't want to believe made all manner of, uh, I don't know, accusations and, and so on against uh, Solomon and his mission and his prophethood. I mean, they did the same thing with all the prophets. So there's nothing new in that. So let's turn to the roots of the words we are looking, we are going to look at. The first word, Vannas, and we said it's, uh, we didn't say, we didn't know. Its root, triliteral root is Noon Va Si. And it occurs in the Holy Quran 241 times. And its general meaning is people. Like in the very beginning of chapter 2, God says, The people. Again, The people. So for people, also comes mankind. Ya ayyuhun nasubadu rabbakum allazi khalaqakum. You can translate that as O oh, people, but means O oh, humanity, O oh, mankind. So, <clears throat> that's the meaning of this, uh, in a few places it's translated as mankind or humankind, I guess, would be the politically correct translation uh, of this, uh, this thing. So, going back to my notes. It's a bit more detail. So there's a, some disagreement. Some people says that in the word Unasun, the first Hamza was dropped. So you had Nasun, and then Al was added, making it Unnasun. And other people say that no, that's not correct. It's from not. Nasiya, Noon, Seen, Ya. 
uh, and so so these are sort of technical discussions uh, and so on so uh, but our objective is to try and see what sort of guidance we can get from the Holy Quran. And the Holy Quran says Holy Aumidira Binnas chapter 104 verse 1 say I see the refuge in in who? Rabbinnas the the Rabb the creator of the people sometimes and this is I guess a kind of a, a metaphor although the word is used it, it doesn't apply to the whole of humanity it applies only to a part of humanity and you might be referring to you know someone with a particular uh, uh, attribute so for example chapter 2 verse 13 it says Amidu Kama Amanannas the way others came to faith, you too. Now here and Nas, uh, it doesn't mean a particular person, but the group, like those people, so that, that category which had, uh, which had that uh, attribute. Am Yahsudunan Nasa Allah Ma Atahumullahu Min Fadi. Chapter 4 verse 54. And what God out of His bounty grants people, they are jealous. So Anas here doesn't mean any particular group, but out of human beings, those who have a particular attribute. So, let's go to the next word. And its uh, triliteral root is seen ha wa and it occurs in the Holy Quran. 63 times in various forms. There are seven forms, seven different words are made out of it, and in total, they all appear in the Holy Quran. 63 times. 28 times as noun sihr, and 22 times as sahir, and the rest is just the words of twice. And uh, it stands for uh, uh, magic, magician, become deluded, become bewitched. Palamma alpo sahar. And they bewitched them. Panna posthavi. Deluded. And uh, so, 
its basic, one of its basic meanings is to turn or twist. So that you turn the meaning of something, a falsehood, and make it look real. You know, it's a bit like uh, sometimes people convince you to do the wrong thing and they make it look right. It's like, you know, in some countries people don't pay income tax or general sales tax and so on. And if someone tries to pay, they discourage them as well. No, no, why do you want to pay with these taxes, you know? No one else is paying, so why are you paying? What difference is it going to make if you pay because no one else will pay and, you know, your, I don't know, whatever it is, 10,000 pounds is not going to go very far in providing free education and free uh, whatever, etc. So what they are doing is they're twisting to convince you. I mean, the obvious reply to this argument is that on the Day of Judgment, God is going to question you about your deeds, what you did. God is not going to ask you whether uh, your next-door neighbor paid his tax or not. So whatever it was. And in fact, it, 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 it's a very interesting point because uh, you see, this is what leads to problems. This is, you know, the false justification for doing something illegal and wrong, but it, you know, to try and make it legal and, and uh, correct. In some places, though, the Quran uh, says to people, Chapter 46, verse 85. And God says, You are those people who were deceived once, but they carry on falling into this trap. Why is that? You know, you fall into someone's trap once, you should learn. Okay, maybe you fall into the same trap twice. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example uh, that uh, someone came to me. Uh, I used to give uh, a day of my time to uh, an organization in the UK called Citizens Advice Bureau, which provides free legal help and advice for people who uh, can't afford to be solicited. And uh, this man came and he was in huge debt. Because what happened was his friend had a system, and that system meant that you could, if you gambled, you could never lose. It was a system for I don't know, that table or whatever it was. I can't remember. And um, so he asked this man to let him use his credit card. And let's go. You can use your credit card, and I'll use my system. And uh, they lost, and the guy with the credit card ended up in a huge amount of debt. 
So anyway, we managed to clear the debt, you know, this kind of thing, etc., etc. And uh, the friend who had this system deceived him again. He said, oh, well, I've now figured out the problem with my system. Yes, there was a fault in it, and I've corrected that. Now we'll go and use the system, and we're not, you're not going to lose any money. And what happened? Yes, you guessed it. He again lost, and he returned to the Citizen Advice Bureau for help again. Well, I refused to help him because I said to the manager, get someone else to work deal with it. I want to help people who have genuine problems and you know who learn lessons from doing these things. Not someone who keeps on repeating the same thing over and over again. Um, the Holy Prophet's opponents in chapter 17 verse 47 they would uh, call him uh, Rajulan must Regular man person. So this is person who's been deceived, the person who's been bewitched, the person who's really lost his senses now. So you know, because what he what the Holy Prophet Muhammad was doing, he was saying things it were extraordinary. The black person is the same, just the same rights as a, as a white person. You can't mistreat animals, you can't overload them. And you can't mistreat slaves and wives and children and, and uh, so on. So, um, one thing, I mean, one example might be uh, uh, might illustrate the, the significance of this setup, um, and that is when you have ventriloquists. You see this man standing there, and his lips are not moving, but the dummy's lips are moving. And it looks as if the devil speaking. Now we all know that is impossible. But he is turned the truth, the facts, to make it look as if it's the devil that is speaking. And there, Another interesting thing is that I was watching a, a video of a scientific experiment and uh, uh, in a dish they had uh, uh, some powder and they poured some alcohol over it and suddenly that powder turned into a kind of snake and it literally leapt up from the dish because of a chemical reaction it jumped up and it became like a long snake and leapt out of the dish and, and so on and so forth. So maybe, I don't know, um, at uh, Hazrat Isa, 
Salam's time, they had this uh, uh, compound from which they made this powder. They had alcohol and so on. Maybe it was something like that that happened. We don't know. Uh, you know. Um, another thing to remember is that uh, the last part of the night is also called uh, Sahar. You know, especially in Ramadan, we may we, we sort of know. But there's, you know, Sahar ends, um, you know, we to stop eating, uh, etc. Yeah. And then the idea of deception is in there as well. Because uh, uh, the darkness of the night and the light of the day are so mixed up that it's difficult to tell sometimes what's, what's happening. This is why it's called suffer. So, you know, the time when you might be deceived. Um, but there's an important application of it. And, um, um, and that is that in many countries there are people who use this to line their own pockets. You see, man's development has been gradual. Initially, humans worshipped everything. You know, a twisted tree in the, in the desert, the volcano about to erupt. All these things they didn't understand, and they thought, "Oh, they're all gods. We've upset them." You know, the example of volcano. People thought, "Oh, you know, we've upset the volcano god. So quick, get a girl." And throw her uh, in the volcano that that is peace the one. Because they didn't understand the reasons behind what was happening. And the whole thing was twisted in a different direction. And then what happened was that you had professional religious people. And uh, it may be that sometimes something happened, you know, like the, uh, the river was about to flood, and this uh, guy did something. And through some natural means, the water went down, the river didn't flood and destroy crops and so on. And people started thinking, oh, this guy who read out some incantation that we could understand and this can blue on the river, look, the water went back. So, you know, just from uh, uh, worshipping these things, humanity was moving to uh, try and control these things in some way. But the attempts were irrational. And sadly, this uh, still goes on. You know, uh, many people who have uh, psychological problems, or sometimes, uh, uh, you know, some kind of uh, mental problem, 
autism and so on. What happens is people take them to uh, uh, these uh, so-called holy men who charge them a huge amount of money. And then they beat them and then um, they recite these incantations and blow on people and all this kind of thing. I mean, where uh, we lived in Pakistan, the landlord, I mean, this man was a good businessman. He had a couple of properties rented out and he had other businesses and so on. And his son had epilepsy. Now we know epilepsy can be controlled by drugs and so on. But someone convinced him that some jinn had got hold of his son and he's residing within the sun. And he's the one causing his son to behave in this way and have these tricks. And I saw this guy, he was about my age one day, and um, perhaps a bit older. He didn't look too well. So I said to him, you know, what's the matter? Are you okay? And he said, oh, well, you know, my father took me to this person who drive out the evil spirit that's taken over my body and uh, you know that's made me very tired and uh, to my amazement he said you know this gentleman who was beating the, the spirit and the spirit was feeling the pain and screaming and, and crying and, and so on uh, and although he was black and blue he maintained he didn't feel anything, he didn't feel anything. And uh, such ignorance and such people are doing great harm. The people and their help and so on, they are charlatans. You know, people have cancer. And they'll charge them huge amounts of money to cure cancer. How can they cure cancer? And they'll, uh, you know, uh, recite some incantations and blow on these people and all this kind of thing. And some people even give up their medication believing that these things are going to cure them. So the interpretation that something that twists the truth is absolutely right and spot. And we should be careful with these people. Sometimes people say, well, you know, you grew up in the West, what do you know about these spiritual things and so on. The point is God created science as well. He created everything. And some nations and some people have chosen to use the faculties and facilities that that God provided to further our knowledge and try and control diseases. Whereas sadly, other people have just turned it into mumbo jumbo, much to the harm of a lot of people. 
Anyway, with that, I'll take my leave of you with a prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep the whole of humanity safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz and khuda.